Welcome to Breaking Through, the podcast that explores the breakthroughs we're making every day at Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. I'm Madeline Bell, the hospital's president and CEO. Today's episode is part of my new podcast mini-series, The Breakthrough Chronicles. In this series, patients and their families will be sharing stories about their experiences at Children's Hospital of Philadelphia, which we often refer to as CHOP. They will also be sharing their breakthrough moments. I'm excited to speak with them and introduce them to you. My guests today are Hannah Reef and her mom, Amy. When Hannah was a baby, doctors at CHOP diagnosed her with a rare eye disease called Leber's congenital amaurosis, or LCA. People with this disease have very limited vision and usually become completely blind. But Hannah's story turned out differently, thanks to an incredible gene therapy treatment that was developed at CHOP and Penn Medicine. The treatment, which is called Luxterna, restored her vision. And just a few months after receiving it, she looked up at the night sky and saw the stars for the first time. Hannah is now 11 years old. I'm thrilled that she and her mom, Amy, are here today to share their story with you. Hannah and Amy, welcome to Breaking Through. Amy, when did you first realize that Hannah's vision wasn't quite right? When Hannah was just two weeks old, we had her at the pediatrician for a, um, a routine exam. And her pediatrician, who is a CHOP pediatrician, um, Dr. Crocker, had asked us if she was starting to make eye contact. And I immediately said yes, because I knew that was the right answer. And when I got home, it bothered me that I had just answered yes, because I wasn't really sure. So over the next couple of weeks, I really started to watch her. And I said to my husband, I said, you know, they asked at the pediatrician if she was starting to make eye contact, and, and I don't think that she is. Over the next several weeks, we really watched it. And then when we got to her two-month checkup, we talked to the pediatrician about her not making eye contact. And we had also noticed that we, when we were in a room, she would look off to a bright light either out the window or at a lamp. And I had also noticed some bouncing eye movements um, just a couple days before that two-month checkup. So it was really in the first couple of months that we recognized that something was wrong. And then from recognizing that something was wrong, how did she actually get diagnosed? So at that two-month appointment, when we mentioned it to her pediatrician, she was concerned. And she had us to an ophthalmologist within days and interestingly, at that very first conversation with the pediatric ophthalmologist, she had actually mentioned Leber's congenital amaurosis as a potential diagnosis. The ophthalmologist sent us to CHOP for an ERG. And when Hannah had that ERG done, one of the CHOP ophthalmologists told us that the ERG was flat and essentially that he felt that that confirmed Lieber's congenital amaurosis, but, you know, just said, like, we're going to do some genetic testing to see if we can confirm a specific gene. And the genetic testing ended up confirming the RPE65 gene that was causing the LCA. Can you tell our listeners about the ERG test in a little more detail? So the ERG is an electroretinogram that essentially they put little electrodes 
on the eye. It's like little contact lenses that they put on the eye and it flashes bright lights into the eyes and it measures the response of the retina to light. And in people with normal vision, the ERG would respond to that light and you would see that the ERG would go up and down as the lights are flashed into the eye and the retina is responding. But the flat ERG meant that essentially her retinas were not perceiving the light. And when you got that confirming diagnosis, what were your feelings at that time? Um, we were sad. We felt lost. Um, we didn't really know where to go from there. And then you heard about gene therapy for LCA. Where did you first hear about that? Eric Pierce and Marnie Falk were the ones that first told us about gene therapy. We met them when she was just three months old. They mentioned that there was this gene therapy that was being done at CHOP and that it was still, you know, a clinical trial. From the time that Hannah was diagnosed until she got her treatment, what was her life like? What was her vision like? So she had very limited vision when it was dim and certainly when it was dark. She had decreased visual acuity as well as decreased peripheral vision. So if she was inside or outside in good bright lighting, you might not notice that she was visually impaired or that there was anything wrong. But as soon as the light would start to get a little bit dim, she really couldn't see at all. So let's fast forward a bit in time. How old was Hannah when she first received the gene therapy? She was seven, seven years old. And maybe you can tell our listeners how that gene therapy was delivered to her. So she had a surgery where they injected a good copy of the gene into her eye. They delivered it directly through the eye into the retina. It's pretty amazing, huh? It is. <laughs> yeah. So she had this surgery, one on each eye. And what happened after that? So the surgery was a same-day surgery. They did one eye at a time. We came in that morning, had the surgery, and were home in the evening. And then two weeks later, we went back and they did the second eye. And pretty quickly, we saw changes in her vision. The day after her first surgery, she came downstairs in the morning and she had had a patch on her eye that was, it was really bothering her. So we had removed the patch. And she came downstairs that next morning and she sat down at the table and she turned on her, her little desk lamp. And right away, that light, which she had always needed to just help her to see her space around her, that first morning that that light was really bright and she pushed it away because it was so bright. And that was like the first, I mean, it was, you know, not even 24 hours later and we were already seeing that there was a change, an improvement. And that was four years ago. So have you seen additional improvements in her vision since then? I would say over the first 
few months is when we saw the big changes. Even to this day, there are still little things that pop up that she sees that my husband and I look at each other and say, man, like she never would have been able to see that before she had gene therapy. And how has this therapy changed your family's life? Prior to Hannah having gene therapy, we really had to think about every place we went, where we were going, what the lighting was going to be like. You know, sometimes we just wouldn't go places if we knew that it was going to be too dim or too dark. And we don't really have to take that into consideration at this point. We can kind of just get up and go and do things and go places, and we don't have to worry too much about what the lighting is going to be like. There may be other families that are considering Lux Turner. What advice would you give them? I would tell families that they should absolutely explore the option of getting Lux Turner. It's just been absolutely incredible for Hannah and life-changing. And if it's an option for people, then I think it's definitely worth looking into that option. Hannah, do you remember what it was like when you couldn't see? I don't remember much. I just remember that it was really bad. What is your life like now? Tell me about some of the things that you're doing now. Um, now I'm riding horses and doing shows. You're riding horses and doing shows. When did you start horseback riding? And tell us a little bit about, like, are you jumping? Or what, what types of things are you doing in your competitions? So I started horseback riding summer of 2020. And I've been riding for then on, apart from the summers. And for the shows, I just do, I go around the ring and I do a walk trot. But when I'm, like, doing lessons, um, I do jumping. I could do little jumps. Very exciting. Yeah, that's great. Certainly requires good vision, right? (laughs) (laughs) Probably. (laughs) Probably, that's right. (laughs) Hannah, what would you like to do in the future? I'd probably like to go to college. I'd like to own a horse. I think those are really good goals. I always close by asking my guests about their personal breakthroughs. Could you tell me about your biggest breakthrough moment? I would say that about a week after Hannah's first surgery, we got out of the car and I looked up in the sky and I saw a a star in the sky that was fairly low in the sky and it was pretty bright. And I was trying not to do too much of the, hey, can you see this? Hey, can you see that? But I just, you know, I said, hey, Hannah, look look up in the sky and do you see that little bright light in the sky? I said, it's a star. And she said, I can see it. And when she saw that star, it just, um, that was really amazing to us because something that... You know, we all look up in the sky every night and see stars and, you know, we take it for granted. And she had never been able to see a star. So that was like one of the first things that she saw. Um, That was just such a breakthrough moment for me. Absolutely. That's a real breakthrough moment. Hannah, I love that your mom did this recording with you and... When you get older, you can listen to it so that you can keep it all fresh in your memory, even though you were so young and may not remember it. And your children and 
other people can hear it someday. Thank you. Thank you. Hannah and Amy Reef, thank you so much for joining me. To learn more about how you can be part of tomorrow's breakthroughs at Children's Hospital Philadelphia, please visit chop.edu slash giving. At CHOP, we make breakthroughs every day. I'm Madeline Bell. Thank you for listening. 